What's up, everybody? Hello! Good to see y'all again. After the uh, new year. Yes, our crazy, per the huge new year. Oh, okay, I'm doing that <laughs> stupid. Every time, I need to just start yeah. with my hand up here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like third time in a row it's done that to me. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna preemptively just leave my hand here. <laughs> Every time. Uh, 70% of the time, all the time. Yeah, right? It's like a cologne of a certain... From a certain movie. Sex Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Burgundy, you have a massive erection. <laughs> no, see, it's the illusion. It's an illusion of the pants. I want all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. <laughs> oh, man. That Maybe. teleprompter scene gets me every time, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ron. I'm Ron Burgundy? Burgundy? <laughs> <laughs> all right, who messes this teleprompter? You know he'll say anything you put on there. God, I love that movie so much. It's one of the best comedies of all time, by far. That was a good one. It reminds you of a joke I saw once. Uh, This was back when Obama was president. It was was a comic strip, like a cartoon, comic cartoon, Mm -hmm. of him standing at a urinal with pee running down the inside of his leg. And the comment was... Or no, and then he's staring at a teleprompter above the urinal, and it says, "Approach urinal, pee, unzip, rezip." <laughs> and the comment was, "Oh, someone screwed with his teleprompter again." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to find that. that you should one. find that for for next time for sure, <laughs> for sure. But what's up? What's been up with you for the last week? Oh, for the last week? Well, let's see. I got home after my nice long nine-day Christmas break. Okay. And got right to work, working six, day, uh, six days straight to cover for the people who were uh, off on New Year's. So I rung in the New Year's sitting up at the desk. <laughs> nice. My, my blotter, I watched my blotter switch from December 31st, 2022 to January one. 2023. Did you make all the errors of accidentally putting 2022 on your Januarys? No. Nice. No. <laughs> Good man. Did any of your patrolman come back with a ticket that said 2022 on it? No. And in fact, wow. nobody wrote any tickets that night. I was actually really surprised. It That's was a super and surprising. I can, and, I, and I can say it now because it's done with, but it was quiet. It was a quiet night. And I absolutely hate saying the Q word if I'm. Especially if I'm at work, and it's especially if I'm up at the wish. desk. <laughs> it is a death oh, wish. God, I have talked about it being quiet before. I remember, without going into too much detail about all my nuts and stuff, but mm-hmm. I remember I woke up one day, I was like, man, it's so quiet. And then we got like emergency maintenance for like six places. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? And there was yeah. like a, a random DV visit that day to my mm-hmm. facility. I was like, what the fuck? I just had to open my fucking mouth. I sat down you had and my, to open your mouth. My yep. my big old burrito. About oh, to watch some ESPN. Math those math burritos for something else. Maybe write an EPR or something. Yeah. I don't know. Fuck no. Yeah. So there's there's a few things that us uh, controllers uh, de- or desk sergeant, depending on how you want to talk to them about it or how you want to refer to them as. Mm-hmm. Um, we're very suspicious or uh, not suspicious. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Seditious? 
That's not it either. <laughs> I want to say superfluous, but I know that's not it either. Superstitious. That's superstitious. The word I'm looking for. Fuck yeah. We are we are very superstitious about certain things happening. For example, um, when I was deployed, remember me telling you I ran into some of my old buddies from Minot from mm -hmm. the Minot Guard, and they still carry the superstition with them about um opening up a can of Dr. Pepper on the desk. Do you remember this one? I had heard about it. I, yeah. I don't remember if it was even the guard that told me about it. It, it was might have very been much a, a 91st thing. Might have been another if controller. You, if a controller opened up a Dr. Pepper while working the desk, all hell was breaking loose. <laughs> yeah. And I remember Sergeant Pauling. You remember Sergeant Pauling? Hmm. Super cool guy. My no. height, blonde hair, comb over glasses. Kind of soft spoken, but he was really, he really knew what he was doing. No. I don't any well anyway i remember we were all on the desk so when i was deployed we had the the bdoc controller sitting right next to the alarm monitor which is what i did the taz mm -hmm. operator and then right next to them were the two medusa operators the 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 counter uav guys okay or uh counter suez small oh, yeah. unmanned aerial devices services or something like that anyway counter drone operators A small unmanned aerials system yeah. system system there you go anyway Thumb so there's like four that. of us so there's four of us in this office and i i can't I remember exactly what happened i think we had like a few alarms and then maybe like a patrol response and something like that and and sergeant pauling made the comment damn who opened up a dr pepper and the um <laughs> the controller at the time made a joke oh i did like, just kind of sarcastically. But Sergeant Pauling took this shit so seriously, he had us stop <laughs> everything we were doing. And all four of us looked. Because he thought, hey, maybe someone brought one in here and hit it. Because we mm -hmm. got, you know, senior leadership walking in all the time. But no, we tore that office apart for like 10 minutes looking for a Dr. Pepper that didn't end up being there. <laughs> that didn't exist. He... Not that we found. He's like, I'm not trying to get that's fucked how, today. That's how seriously. And then at McConnell, where I'm at now one of our DAF officers, Sergeant Booth, um, we forbid him from eating anything during his shift. Like, I don't think you can do that to a civilian. <laughs> I think that's well, illegal. We, we, we joke that every time he eats anything, especially Subway, um, something will happen, a medical emergency or some massive alarm failure or an in-flight emergency, because it happened like seven times in a row. Holy shit. That guy's yeah. got some bad luck. It was bad. Yeah, like it's a it's a squadron-wide joke now that the superstition involving Officer Booth and him eating food, it, it, shit's going to happen. Um, the other thing is mentioning the Q word and jinxing it. Q word. Quiet. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> like if the flight chief comes up in the middle of the night, asks... For to do like a post check or something like that. Hey, how y'all doing tonight? And if God forbid, if one of y'all says, "Oh, it's pretty quiet right now," automatically, oh. not for long. <laughs> not for long. <laughs> not for long, fuckers. <laughs> the last time someone uttered those words, a <laughs> there was a Cub Scout troop that was having a big camp out on base. Mm -hmm. That night, uh, they were. <laughs> no, it was during the afternoon. They shot off rockets, homemade rockets, which is against base policy, by the way. Yeah, and I'm pretty and sure they, probably some law. 
and they started a grass fire. <laughs> they burnt like a 50 foot by 20 foot. No, 50 yard by 20 yard swatch of grass uh-huh. up by our training area. <laughs> How the fuck? Hilarious. So I'm taking it they're not allowed back? <laughs> I I doubt it. I don't know. We were we were darn near certain that they were going to get kicked out. But <laughs> fuck yeah. they didn't. They probably should have been, but they didn't. It ended up being kind of a non-event. Mm-hmm. Um. It was funny, though, because the area of grass that was burned wouldn't have gone anywhere else because it was being surrounded by gravel road. Like, it was perfectly surrounded by gravel road. So, unless high winds kicked up and carried some massive ember over there and started fire somewhere else, it was already going to be pretty well contained. If that shit was in California, half of California would have burned down. You see someone toss a cigarette out the side of the highway, you're like, oh, fuck! (laughs) Forest fire! Smokey the Bears would be pissed. I wouldn't be surprised if Newsome decided to just make some weird statement saying that everybody has to start carrying a fire extinguisher in their trunk or some shit like that. Honestly, that would be the that would make more <laughs> sense than anything else he's ever said. Mm. That'd be the most sense he's he's made in his entire life. Him no, and so his probably, him so and his aunt. Yeah, right. Well, cheers, Jones. Cheers to episode ten. Cheers to Holy episode shit, ten. You- did you think we were gonna do that? No, honestly, I didn't know if we were gonna. This episode, this has been like what four or five months now. Yeah, I think I'll have to, I'll have to like... go back. You know, you know what? Let me look. Let me look here on it's, YouTube. It's been Our a first while. One was posted because this is ten weeks of content, but we took a couple breaks in between, like maybe we three, right? Time. Three weeks uh, off. Let's see. Well, podcast number two. Oh, never mind. Yeah, podcast number two was two months ago. Okay, so two. Hmm. So about that doesn't seem right. Doesn't seem right at all. Let me try that again. I think I might have loaded that one up. Episode one, two months ago. That's what YouTube says anyway. Well, this also should be episode eleven. But the first podcast we ever did. That's right. That's right. We didn't, didn't record, right? <laughs> that was a great. We need actually. We need. That to was a really good one. Debate. What was, was a really it? Good debate. It was best decade for rock music. That was a good debate. That was a really good one. We need to rehash that one. We should. We should do it. Uh, maybe. Now maybe our, that uh, is unless you want to lose again. Oh no! Unless you want. <laughs> you think. That the eighties better than the fucking nineties. Oh yes! the nineties is the best. I do for all music in general, even jazz. Nah, nineties was a fucking oh, well. solid fucking um decade. I mean, no, honestly, yeah, it is. <laughs> the Kenny G's came out there. <laughs> like, oh, a lot of Kenny guys came G. out. Yeah. Came out kind of in the eighties too. Oh, but. okay. Speaking of music, did you ever look up that song by Polyphia that I told you about? You remember? I knew it. You my... said you thought you did. So I did. I ended up knowing. Okay, it. you did. God, so I discovered those guys, and I I haven't stopped listening to them. A lot they of the music's like really good. Really good. Oh my god. And they did something yeah. with Steve Vai, and Steve Vai's the fucking yeah, that's the song. man. That's the song I I sh- um I wanted you to check out. It's called yeah. um Ego Death. 
Yes, it was awesome. You can God, definitely that song so hard. You can hear when Steve I is playing. Oh, there's yeah, them, yeah. and then there's there's Steve I. <laughs> it's like you, there's like, they're playing like really good, and they're awesome. And then Steve I comes in, and you're like, holy fuck, that's a musical genius. You know who that first that first riff where he comes in after they've been jamming for a second, mm-hmm. and the the bass hits. And then there's everyone kind of backs off, and then suddenly you hear these Steve Vai riffs coming through. Oh, I was like, oh dude. my god! I saw him in concert <laughs> when I was like, had him in sixteen or fifteen with my dad. Uh, oh really? And his best friend and my best friend growing up, one of my best friends growing up. Um, but do you know who taught him? Uh, uh Pertucci? Not Pertucci. Um. It's, you know, it's your other, it's your other guy, Satriani. Joe Satriani. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's his fucking mentor. Your, your other boy. So in this order, greatest guitar players to ever live. Hold on. Save that for a top five. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm going to destroy you on that one. Cause it's speaking of which, okay. Hey, there's a perfect segue. We are introducing a new segment this week. Um, something we kind of stumbled on. You stumbled across it on TikTok, didn't you? Instagram, but basically the same fucking thing. Oh, yeah. 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 So what we're what we're gonna do is we're basically gonna do a top five. Our it's our own personal top fives of any given category, like top five '80s rock bands, or mm-hmm. top five shoe brands, or top five whatever, whatever. And we're basically we're creating our own lists and we're comparing them against each other. And there'll probably be um, a little bit of banter back and forth, I would assume. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely some smack talk. Entirety of this podcast. Um, oh yeah, and speaking of. The podcast the rest of it um for those of you who have seen a couple of our episodes before you know that we have our daily topics list here on the screen um that's kind of the itinerary that we follow mm-hmm. uh for those of you who are tuning in for the first time or maybe checking us out for the first time that's basically the way this podcast works we follow this itinerary um we play a couple games we do a couple of these these segments and then we end with a you laugh you lose youtube challenge um what I'll do then is I will explain the games as we as we do them. For those of you who don't know, for those of you who do know, you're gonna hear me give my same uh, spiel that I always give. So, uh, but it's a good refresher because I don't know. Yeah. Maybe in the next uh, couple months, one of these might be an actual game you can play. So, yes, listen and learn, motherfuckers. Uh, yes, do your research here. <laughs> do your research. Um, to all and those, I am already a little tipsy. Sorry. To all those <laughs> listeners out there, um, just know that we're on Spotify. Um, mm. We're on basically everything other than Apple Music because I can't fucking figure it out. Um, Big Daddy Apple hates me, mm. so um, yeah, Steve I'm sorry. Just laughing at us. <laughs> but go follow our Twitch. Go follow our YouTube. It's all Double Feet mm-hmm. Podcast. Um, go follow Samsung podcast, podcast, um, podcast, podcast, Samsung podcast, um, uh, Pandora, (laughs) oh, dude, for real, uh, Pandora, um, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, Google podcasts, Amazon music, Samsung podcast, listen notes, Podvine, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch. So just go follow, tell your friends to follow. Because the more people will listen, the more people get to laugh, the more people get to laugh, the more people are happy. Darn right. Laughter is the best medicine. Yes. Now, before we get into um, a ton of uh, of verbal debate, 
uh, laughter. for all of our in laughter for all our and, <laughs> our topics. And a fair a fair amount of stupidity as well. Why don't we Why don't we hit lots that... of tomfoolery, some bullshittery, some uh, what are some of the other words? Some hooliganisms. Some hooliganisms. <laughs> <laughs> what do two white people say? This <laughs> this stuff. Yeah. If you're listening, you go. Hmm. I wonder what ethnicity that, they are. Well, you just found out. <laughs> oh, hey, Joe. Hey, Jones. Your uh, your background looks a little different too. It does. I uh, cleaned out my closet Eminem style, um, without the dead bodies and mother is- motherly issues for the most part. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not the, but um, I've got a couple signs in the here. back now. Y'all heard it here first, folks. Jones is back in the closet. I'm back in the closet. <laughs> I came out, didn't like it. Now I'm back. And I got the sign that O'Leary gave me. Uh, I saw those shits and giggles and saw, yeah. saw some of giggles and shits. I've got some uh, disturbed album cover there. I've got some Mission Gummies. I've got a Christmas Cup and some other stuff. But all of this will be for Are You Laugh, You Lose. Um, uh, signage. Losing signage. So, and I owe. For example, O'Leary. Where, where's that? There. Yeah. I owe Leary, I owe Leary one of those for sure. Now we're gonna have to figure out. I don't remember who won last week. To be honest with you, I might have lost. I have no fucking idea. But no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I lost. All right, so I owe O'Leary two signs. Yeah, yeah. So my massive amount of wall space behind my head here will eventually have more of these awkward, funny signs. And Jones, you better hope you win this week because I've got a sign prep for you. Oh yeah, are we going anime titties oh, yet? Yeah. <laughs> Don't send me something I'm gonna like. <laughs> Shit, be, you're gonna hide. You're gonna hang around. out above your bed. <laughs> I was gonna say, anime titty girl might be hung up on your ceiling above your bed. <laughs> Jones, why have you been so quiet the past couple minutes? No, why have you been so quiet the past thirty seconds? Oh, oh. <laughs> suddenly your screen goes white. <laughs> oh no! Okay. No, we're moving on. All right, so let's go into that. Uh, that new yeah, er, our word new association game. Oh, that we that's were gonna right. do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I yeah, am. So I've got three hours of sleep and I'm chugging a Red Bull to keep up. Funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah. So last week I introduced a new word association game that we kind of play just to kind of get the the wheels spinning. Um, originally what we had been doing is we'd been playing a name game, which, by the way, is great for road trips. If you're just bored out of your mind and need something to keep you occupied. It's probably better than 20 questions. The way the original game worked is you can, it's, uh, it's played with the names of celebrities. So sports figures, musicians, actors, actresses, public figures, whatever, whatever. One person would say the name like Boris Johnson or something like that. And then the next person would have to say a name whose first initial is the last initial of the guy that I just said. And you go back and forth until somebody can't figure it out. We got to the point where we pretty much exhausted all of our categories, I think. It's hard. I don't give a shit about people, so it's really hard for me to name names. Yeah, if you're playing with a if you're playing with a misanthrope. Unless you, you know, kinda... <laughs> a misanthrope. Unless it's about sports, then I'm good. That's about it though. Right. So we decided, um, I had another game kind of stored in the on the back burners way back there somewhere. Um excuse me. That beer's making it uh, there it goes. There that beer's goes. making itself known. Echo, up, my Echo? god. Welcome, welcome. I can love misanthropy. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Anyway, so this new game is called Makes Me Think Of. So we'll start with a given topic like candles, something innocuous. And then I will say candles makes me think of this, which makes me think of something related, which makes me think of something related, right? Mm -hmm. It's a stream of consciousness um, exercise episode. Exercise that kind of just, you know, gets your brain flowing a little bit. So then my last item that... That, that it makes me think of is Jones's first item. So then we just kind of go back and forth for a couple of Which would of then make me think of something. Exactly. Exactly. So um, I think I went first last time, Jones, because I introduced the game. Hmm. So for you, your first one will be cows. 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 Cows make me think of chickens. Chickens make me think of eggs. Hmm. I got to do one more, right? Yeah, one more, three. Yeah. Eggs make me think of... Cholesterol. Uh, <laughs> cholesterol makes me think of obesity. Obesity makes me think of dieting, and dieting makes me think of working out. I thought you were going to say eggs again. <laughs> working out makes me think of bench press. Bench press makes me think of leg day. Leg day makes me think of depression. <laughs> depression makes me think of antidepressants antidepressants makes me think of big pharma and big pharma just makes me angry <laughs> yeah anger makes me think of politics uh, politics make me think of america america makes me think of freedom 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 makes me think of the second amendment the Second Amendment makes me think of shooting guns, and shooting guns makes me think of the smell of gunpowder. <laughs> mm, great smell. The smell of gunpowder makes me think of hunting. Mm. Hunting makes me think of deer. Yeah. Deer makes me think of venison sausage. Oh, oh yeah. Dude. Okay. V- venison sausage makes me think of bread and fried backstrap. Mm. Bread and fried backstrap <laughs> makes me think of my uncle's farm, and my uncle's farm makes me think of big family get-togethers. Ooh, big family get-togethers make me think of holidays. Mm. Holidays make me think of New Year's, and New Year's makes me think of chips. Wow. Okay. How's that for a segue? <laughs> I fucking did it, boys. Gonna... <laughs> His first good segue ever. <laughs> I have some gems every once in a while. I got a fucking layup there. <laughs> that is, oh, that's a, that's a slam dunk, dude. All right, so we are gonna we're gonna use that as our segue into our first uh, real segment, which is our our new segment, which is top five uh, for this first initial week. We are gonna do our our picks. For our top five chips. Yes, and we'll just go. You'll do one. I'll do one. You'll do one. I'll do one. We'll just go down the list all the way to five and then do a little banter. All right. Are you ready to type? I am ready. What do you want? All righty. For my chip number one, this is my favorite chip. Okay. The Lay's Sweet Southern Heat Barbecue. I discovered these um, I do like back in the the fall of 2014, back when I was doing construction with my uncle. This was right before I shipped off to basic. 
And I, when I say I went through two bags a week, I'm a not week? exaggerating. A week. Seriously. On our breaks. You probably didn't I gain a pound. There. I, yeah. Because you're doing construction, right? I probably right? did. No, God, they're so good. Though. Yeah. So we had three breaks a day that included lunch. Okay. And I would go through a third to half a bag throughout the course of like a day because they're so addicting. I don't know what it is about that barbecue. Now, this isn't the traditional barbecue flavor. Those are just meh. Mm, Really? These are specifically sweet southern heat barbecue. I don't know if I've had those ones before, honestly. Oh, my God, dude. They're so good, dude. I'm going to have to check those out. You have to check those out because I love chips as much as the next guy. And it was a no-brainer which one I was going to throw up there at the top. You know me, too. No. And I'm going with the fan favorite. Aha. Cool Ranch fucking Doritos, dude. Yeah. I love Cool Ranch Doritos. They're the shit. They're so good. So, The taste and the the flavor palette on a Cool Ranch Dorito is is the perfect chip. It's the perfect chip. Even, like, you know, in the bottom of the bag, usually you get crumpled up chips. That's okay. In a Cool Ranch, they're delicious. Shake those into your mouth later. Fuck yeah. And it's got one of my favorite flavors of all time, anything ranch ranch yeah so i think that's why i don't like them you don't like them i don't and i think it's because of the ranch flavoring and you're a fucking communist that's why (laughs) (laughs) you know like america or apple pie (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah okay moving on all right here's my next favorite chip this is one of my uh one of my road trip go-tos uh spicy hot cheetos god about those yeah you and know what those are cannot, really good in? Funny enough, I have gotten to the point now where I can't eat regular Cheetos anymore. They just taste weird now. For me, it's got to be the spicy hots. Have you, have you had them with mild Tostitos um, nacho cheese? No. Holy. I have not tried fuck, that. Fuck, it will change your life. It I learned happen. that from a kid in um, in college. Uh, his name was RJ. He was a he was a kid from uh, like inner city Chicago, but he was like the yep. nicest dude of all time. But he would walk around. I'd walk around with a bag of Doritos, <laughs> right to all the parties, and then yeah. but he would he would come and we were in the dorms. He would walk around and have his uh, his Tostitos mild. He might have put hot, but I believe it was mild um, nacho cheese. And then uh, the, the queso dip, right? Oh, the queso dip. That's what it was. Yeah, the, the yellow one though. Yeah. Um and then Not queso blanco, regular no. yellow queso. Correct. And he would uh, right. with the the flaming hot Cheetos. Those bitches were so <laughs> good. I can't even. I can't even debate what, that one. What do, you, what do you think, Echo? You tried that yet? You tried uh, spicy hot Cheetos queso? Let us know. All right. What's your number two? While he's doing that, I had the old copy going on because you know. I do all the technical stuff for us. Fritos, huh? But a specific, um, Ooh. a specific Frito. That is my. It okay. might. It might be my favorite. Almost, hmm. it's tied. Um, honey BBB. <laughs> honey BBB. <laughs> I I really like 
honey barbecue and honey mustard and basically honey anything. Oh, God. Dude, these... So, if you go to the store, like a 7-Eleven or Gassers or anything, they're the one that's mm -hmm. the twists. Okay. Right? And they're in like a... They're never in a big bag. They're in like a, a small bag about yay big. Right. And they're okay. the best fucking chips of all time. Like, they're so... It was a toss-up for me between those and Cool Ranch Doritos. Really? And I love ranch. Yeah. That's probably why it... But those yeah. honey barbecue it's so savory and so delicious oh plus fritos are good just in general so you got like that saltiness of a yeah. frito plus the barbecue oh fuck. they look like it, the one drawback with fritos though is they bit. look like they look like uh overgrown toenails oh yeah you're right these are <laughs> these don't look like overgrown toenails speaking of which okay i have a i have a story to tell and okay. this is a story of my grandma my grandma's got stories out the yin yang because she's traveled all over the world uh teaching parish nursing classes working in hospitals and whatever every summer she used to go to mexico down like okay. mexico city and stuff like that she would work in the hospitals and she would always bring a team down with her from like um like the methodist hospital or the the university hospitals so these are new nurses and young residency doctors and stuff like that she would bring a team down and they would work in Mexico City, and they would see everything down there, right? Mm -hmm. Real good hands-on work. Anyway, my grandma is a notorious prankster, and one of her favorite mm. pranks that she would play on new doctors is she would give them a bag of Fritos, right? The chips. Okay. However, however, here's the catch. Um, she would open up the bag very carefully from the bottom, eat all the chips, <laughs> and... and and fill the bag and fill refill the bag with amputated toes. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. Now, obviously, they've been sanitized and, you know, cleaned and everything. That does not matter at <laughs> all. Your grandma might give, have been a serial killer. She would, she would give them a bag of free toes. Did grandma get those from her victims? <laughs> no, so... Uh, birth that's some Jeffrey Dahmer shit. I'm sorry. Birth, birth defects are a very common thing there, and one of the most common defects that they see is extra fingers and toes. So surgical amputations <clears throat> um, are very common, apparently. Ugh. Or at least this, at least they were 20, 30, 40 years ago when my grandma was doing this. Oh, feet are so yeah. gross, dude. <laughs> feet are the worst. I know you, lo I know you love feet. Oh, anyway, some... moving on. You know there's that okay. one doctor... <laughs> That's fucking nibbling out of nose and it's in, in secret. No. Oh, you... <laughs> uh, it's, the, it's the foot fetish guy. Oh my god, that, that's disgusting. That's so gross. <laughs> okay, oh, so that, that's a perfect segue worst. to another another prank that my grandma used to do whenever she was in the Middle East. In the Middle well, East, chop people's fingers least... off for fun. No, no, no. <laughs> At least back then, back when she was doing this, this was all pre nine eleven, right? Um, M and M's all came as one color and they were just brown just just basic brown right okay, no so colors, shit just, in the just, bag just and no oh you're close though oh i, I want to be i don't want to be close <laughs> no so it's supposed to be a throat cut true m&ms all there over there are were the exact same size shape and weight as goat turds oh, little goat turd pellets <laughs> i agree with what echo said he said, with all due respect, I have to fight respect. your grandma. If your grandma gave me a, a bag of fucking toes and goat turds, I'm, I am I don't hit women, but... <laughs> yeah. 
I might choke she a bitch also, out. She <laughs> also um, the new nurses in the middle of surgery. She would send them to supply for a fallopian tube. Apply for a fallopian tube? No, to supply. She'd send them to supply to pick up a fallopian tube. <laughs> Did they have anyway. fallopian tubes in supply? <laughs> do you not know what a fallopian tube is? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, with her putting toes in a fucking Fritos bag, I don't know. Are they cutting out fallopian tubes and no. anyway, dressing right, them up back, as, back chips. as back Barbies chips. or some shit? All right. My pick for number three. Classic Doritos. Like old school, 1970s when they first came out Doritos? Or well, nacho, Doritos Nacho Cheese? Nacho, nacho, nacho Doritos. Nacho Cheese. Yeah, which... Really is the standard at this point, isn't because, it? Because there's two. There's Nacho, which is the original Dorito mm-hmm. um, that came out in like the 70s or something, which I didn't know was yeah. a thing until a couple days ago, and those are fucking delicious. Yeah, so... That's just Nacho Cheese. The regular Nacho Cheese Doritos. Those are the best. You know... So good. I'm going to... Um, it's not my third one. Oh, you're stealing it, huh? Okay. No, I so I had this I had this down, but it was my fourth one was nacho cheese Doritos. Okay. That's fair. All right, so you go ahead and do number 3 then. So and then I'll do my 4 and 5. What you hate is what I love. Apparently. We got some other ranch flavored crap for number 3? No, it's the OG not lean. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The OG, the OG Lay's barbecue. barbecue, dude. That it was okay, a toss up between this and sour cream and onion. Oh. It was I, but growing up on this, like growing up, you could get like wow. parents would get like, you know, two for a dollar bags back in the day. Um of Lay's chips. Or maybe you know, three for two for three or something. But we'd have Lay's barbecue chips, those are my dad's favorite. And for a while at least. And man, yeah. were they fucking good on like they're a good. summer day don't when you're camping. Wrong. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, they're good, but they will get bumped off that list as soon as you try the sweet Southern Heat barbecue. It just takes that flavor to a whole other level, dude. Maybe. Let's it's, see. Yeah. All right, my number four, the game day goat, goes good with salsa, <clears throat> queso, chili. Is it that? Yes, you knew exactly what I was doing. Oh, Tostitos. Regular Tostitos, man. Are they the, the regular ones or the scoops or the, where are they? Just Doesn't regular matter. plain they're old the, Tostitos? They're all, they're all the same. They're all the same texture, flavor. The shape makes a difference. Okay, then if I have to decide, uh, Tostitos minis. I've never had those. What's a mini? Really? Oh, yes, I have. Yes, yeah, I have. Just the smaller circles. So regular yep. Tostitos, they're like yep. that big. They're just minis, the little bite-sized ones. I love the scoops. I don't know it's why scoops. I love the scoops, but scoops are nice. it's a genius the idea. Yeah, it is a brilliant idea, but they all taste the same. So I just went with Tostitos, the game day goat. They are so the game then, day goat. So uh, then, since you went out of turn, I'm going to go do my number five then. Okay, so I have to caveat this one, and this is the only reason this one made the list. Ruffles, mm. original. But, but here's the caveat, though. You have to pair them with the French onion dip. God, now, that just made me think of one that might be better than my fifth one. Aha! Uh-huh. The Ruffles um, Sour Cream and Onion. 
No, no, the ruffles, um, cheddar. Um, right? You know what I'm talking oh, about, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's like it's when the ruffles ridges came out, right? And sour cream, dude. Yeah. Fuck, those are so good. But I do like those yeah. ruffles, especially you get so, you, you pair them with dip. Yeah, you have to pair them with the dip though, because I don't like ruffles by themselves. But growing up, so we have in Iowa, there's uh, the Anderson Erickson Dairy, <laughs> which is super famous in Iowa. Like every store all over the state carries Anderson Erickson dairy products. Okay. My mom actually used to work there when she was in high school. Um, but anyway, the Anderson, the AE brand sour cream and onion dip paired with Ruffles originals is the greatest thing. Like I can't eat those without thinking of summer barbecues with my family. You know what I mean? They are like, good. They're perfectly salty yeah. too. Yes. Like I'm not a big, like, like regular Lay's guy. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan. Ruffles regular though. I don't know what it is. I I think maybe it's because it's a sturdier, stiffer chip. Yes. Like you can you can send it into a a dip and you don't have to worry about it snapping in half. Dude, if you do that you to a Lay's original, you just stick your thumb in. Oh, and you, <laughs> you're just you're just scooping with your thumb and hoping some chip survives. I pick. <laughs> Otherwise, you got to send in the rescue chip after it. You know what I mean? The ruffles. <laughs> you send in the ruffles to yeah, exactly. to rescue the Lay's chip. All right. All right. So that that's that's my top five right there. My fifth is a specific brand of okay. corn chip. Okay. Santitas. Okay. Santitas. So if you if you Google it, it's the one. Um. It's the one with the like the Latini lady on there with the corn basket. She's in like a, okay. a nice white outfit. Um, yeah. This is me just growing up, you know, a little poor. <clears throat> They're always, they always have like the, like $1, like the big thing on the bag that says $1 or something for the whole bag of chips. But they're the best fucking corn chips. Are they the big old cantina style? Like they're in a giant triangle? Yes. Yeah, I know the, exactly what you're talking They're about. the best to put yeah. with nachos. They're great with salsa. They're great alone. The corn chips like perfect. Like they're perfectly like greasy when you eat them. Oh, they're so fucking good. I'm getting but hungry. But they're number five though. Yeah, but like nacho cheese Doritos, barbecue chips, yeah. honey barbecue and Doritos. There was a couple on you, here. The Pringles sour cream and onion. Ooh, Pringles. Honorable yeah. mention. For sure. My the reason that Pringles didn't get up there for me was because I didn't want to have two barbecue flavored chips. Their barbecue is good too, yeah. Yeah. But then okay, so my personal beef with their barbecue is the flavor distribution on the chips sucks. The outside will have a bunch and then the middle will have nothing. And then you'll like and like towards the middle of the pack there'll be like nothing on the chip and the bottom. It looks great. It looks like it's it they look like they've been haphazardly spray painted with a flavor yeah. something like, yeah. And but, plus who wants to try and reach their hand down that tube that you can't fit your hand yeah, in you just to get the tilt one it. bottom. You'll tilt, you tilt like this. If it's at and the then bottom, you get crumbs, and then you get crumbs everywhere. Like it's yeah. You trust anybody I, under 10 years of age to do that and not make a mess. They're the only ones that got pizza chips. Correct though. They're the only ones by far. 
And they, they also Combos. get. They're not How chips. Not those are crackers. Are they're pretzels. Pretzels. So, yeah. Combos pizza flavor. Fuck, dude. Combos we would, pizza flavor is the we, shit. We would fight over those if we found those in our MREs. Hell yeah, dude. I remember <laughs> I used to go out. I would get that and I would get a tall, brisk strawberry yeah. watermelon. Had like 95 grams of sugar in it. In a bag of <laughs> in a bag of uh pizza combos. Yeah. Bring that home. Game Man, for game for the night. Combos were my when I, we were up in Minot and I would take make that twelve hour road trip to go home. Oh yeah. That pizza combos were my go to back then. That's still my go to like road trip. Now they really? do have some these spicy honey mustard ones. Now they're so fucking good, dude. I I love pizza combos. Good. They're the goat. But those spicy honey week, mustard ones. Do, uh, oh fuck, they're so good. Maybe, maybe next week we should do uh, top five like pretzel and cracker flavors or something like that. I could do that because there's actually a lot. Like Ritz has some good yeah. flavors. Um, Triscuits has like one good flavor. Nothing for the top five, but yeah. <laughs> but anyways, anyway, so I think, yeah, I think we top five kind of fun. I, we actually agreed less than I thought we would, which was surprising. Yeah, the only thing that we agreed on was OG uh, Doritos. Uh, nacho cheese Doritos. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Echo said Pringle salt and vinegar. I'm oh, just, no. Echo, I'm going to be honest I'm with sorry, you, man. Echo. I love you, man. I love you, but. I love you too, but <laughs> vinegar is. Oh, God. Vinegar makes me puke in my mouth. I think I sh- shit and puke myself right salad, there. Right? Unless it's your pasta salad. And there's yeah. a couple other things you can cook with vinegar in it. But like, we used to go to the fair, and uh, my family, my dad hates vinegar too. But my family would go over and they'd pump vinegar on the fries, and it was like the most awful fucking smell. And it was so like sour when you ate it. It was disgusting. It ruined yeah. the fries. Ruins Vinegar ruins like. 85 percent oh, of shit okay i've got another story. agreeing on everything would be boring you are right echo and you know that that's okay because you definitely i'm sure disagree with a lot of our takes because you know we don't always <laughs> we all have opinions and that's the beautiful thing about being a person and that's honestly the point of the show we sit here and fucking debate the whole time and we're we've been friends for eight years yeah since 2015 yeah we've had heated arguments mm. like Heated arguments, but then we just drink a beer and <laughs> be friends still. Speaking of which, but yeah, okay. So speaking of vinegar, I got another story for you. Uh, this is a story that my family tells about the time, the night my mom accidentally tried to kill my little brother. That's accidentally tried to. So your grandma's chopping off toes and tossing them in Fritos bags, and your mom's accidentally trying to kill your little brother. <laughs> okay, so here's here's the thing though. This is so my family. Fucking- my family eats that kind of shit <laughs> like almost almost every meal growing up we had either like a canned vegetable or a lettuce salad right and my mom had a homemade italian salad dressing that she would make it was vinegar oil and italian seasonings super simple right mix it in certain portions shake it up great salad dressing right um, our vinegar was in one of those giant gallon drums, you know, or gallon buckets mm-hmm. kind of deal, and it was stored under the sink. Um, everyone knew where it was. 
right? It was no secret. Well, this was a Wednesday night before we were going to church. And usually it's breakfast for dinner. Like we'll make pancakes before we go because it's super simple and we're trying to get out the door to get to church and whatever, With whatever. Giant family. Um, yeah. So my mom decided uh, we got a head of lettuce in there that needs to be eaten. Um, oh, we're out of we're out of salad dressing. Let me whip some up real quick. Right. Whipped it up. My little brother Aaron uh, put some on his on his salad. Took a bite and he's like, "This doesn't taste right." Takes another bite. He's like, "This this don't taste right. Like something's just really off about this." Mm-hmm. My mom, she's like, "What?" She takes the container, smells it, and goes, "Oh no!" Runs over to the sink, opens it up to confirm. <laughs> the <laughs> the gallon of vinegar was sitting right next to a gallon of ammonia. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh wait, no, 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 was it ammonia or bleach? One of the two. She accidentally made <laughs> salad dressing with either ammonia or bleach instead of vinegar. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. I was just watching a clip from Modern Family, and they did a joke on a spin on that because for the wife needing glasses, and he would put like his his cereal next to uh like rat poison or something. He's like, "I'm dying. You gave me rat poison instead of cereal." That's fucking hilarious that she put ammonia in your fucking pasta. Yeah. Holy shit! And right in the salad dressing. Echo. Oh man. Yo, there's a lot of good chips out there. Honestly, Echo. The good thing about chips, too, is if you're at a party um, and you bring something that you like, there's bound to be three to four other people at that party that like what you like. It And there's bound to be like nine bags of chips because the easiest thing for people to pick up. So you always have a good assortment. Yeah. And if for some reason your food happens to be either poisoned or tainted with a poisonous substance... You might need to call in your local heroes to come yeah. save your life. Oh shit! What a fucking segue! I was clicking yeah. over to get ready for it. Shit. Okay, I guess yeah. we're both segue no, nowadays. We are we are bringing this segment back. This is our hero of the week, which we're doing. Um, ah, there we go again. Um, this is Jonesy's segment where he picks up uh, fire police ems military some badass of the week and we're going to talk about him so so maybe so this week we've done um military many a times we've done cops many a times especially for michigan um because i don't know why just heroic um last time we're out of new york um old uh new york fire department Mm. um ny at the ny um but these brave motherfuckers with their gigantic balls um, rescued a woman hanging out of her balcony 20 stories up by rappelling um, down the side of a building, apartment complex that was on fire, uh, and grabbing her and bringing yeah. out. I just want to name these guys um, just to give them justice. When uh, did this happen? This happened in on November 5th of last year. Okay. Now, last year, uh, 2022. So a couple months yep. ago. Just a couple months ago. Yeah. Which firefighters, I always have tons of respect for. I'll run towards bullets any day because I have a gun. I am not running to a fucking building with fire. Uh, 
I'm sorry. That that's a special there, kind of fucking there's crazy. Something else, there's something else about searing heat and choking smoke and no visibility and yeah. If I can't shoot it, no yeah. fucking thank you. That's what I think. So I have a, a massive amount of respect for firefighters. I also I also don't have the lower body strength to do what these guys do. No. Carrying the amount of gear that they carry up flights of stairs, like. The gas tank alone, or the oxygen tank alone that they carry on their back is like, what, 15, 20 pounds? Maybe more. I don't remember. I remember specifically, um, I'm going to get to these names, and then I'll, I'll talk about the, the story, yeah. and why not. Um, but Darren Harsh, Adam um, Norton's child, Arthur Boski, and Belvin Corentang each received proclamations for their daring rope rescues November 5th during a blaze um an apartment building in manhattan oh um, yeah just some fucking heroes man i salute you me too uh jones can and you they back get... away from the mic like an inch or two because you're you're maxing out your volume there oh my bad um they get the the big holidays of the week now in minor remember the repel tower yes so that in, shit was fun it was fun i love the repel tower um, I preferred fast rope personally. Really, I I yeah. like the fast rope. It's quick and effective, um, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed that. Um, but do you remember to the to the left of it? This is in in North Dakota. Everybody, mm-hmm. if you're if you're from there, you'll know exactly where it is. But off of Highway Five. Off of Highway Five. But there's this under like semi underground room. Um, with two. Like attic, like um, not attic. What are those cellar the doors? Big lift the big, yeah, big cellar, cellar doors. doors on it. And um, <clears throat> I remember one time we were out there. The fire department came out and was doing stuff. And what they would do for their training is they would they would light a fucking fire in there and send people in there and just lock them in. And I was like, Wow! No fucking way. No, no thanks. Thank you. I'm good. I I will face down a machine gun nest any day before I do that. Ah, <laughs> uh, any traffic stop of anybody ever, please. Just fuck no. I'm not getting locked. Claustrophobia plus smoke inhalation. I was gonna say plus yeah. fire. Oh, good on them. Um, yeah, good for but, those guys. But you know what those those firefighters did is made history so now we're going to talk I about a little bit of that i saw that coming a mile i saw it coming a mile away dude <laughs> all righty so this is what we got for on this day in history uh we're going to backtrack a little bit starting january 1st we're going to hit the first uh i think just the first three days so our featured event on january 1st this is back in 2002 on this day in 2002 the euro which was the monetary unit of the European Union was introduced with the issuance of both currency and coins. And by March uh, in 2002, it was the sole legal tender of the participating states. Now, that is, I think, now the bulk of uh, European countries now use the euro as their denomination. But it was formally introduced back in 2002. Uh, Let's see... In 2011, the Oprah Winfrey Inf- the Oprah Winfrey Network. You say that five times in a row. Um, debuted on television. This was her own network, not just her TV show, which had been going on for quite a while at that time. 
Let's see. In 1995, the World Trade Organization was formally established. January 1, 1995. Uh, speaking of trade, in 1994, just a year earlier, NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement, went into effect, eliminating most tariffs and other trade barriers on products and services passing between the United States, Canada, and Mexico. So, making great strides uh, towards free trade back in 94. Uh, let's see... Uh, 1959, uh, Fidel Castro, uh, successfully created his, or, uh, committed his coup in Cuba. 1959, which led to the massive Cuban embargoes, which is why we couldn't get, like, real Cuban cigars for the longest time. That embargo was just recently lifted, like, within the last several years. Uh, but that started in 1959. Uh, 1953, American country and Western music musical legend Hank Williams died. Yeah, one of the grandfathers of the country Western music genre. And one of the greatest genres ever, because it is literally and truly all American. One of the few genres that doesn't have some sort of um, outside influence. It is 100% an American genre. Uh, let's see. Oh, Jones, you'll appreciate this one. January 1, 1902, the very first college football bowl game was held between Stanford and do you know who, Jones? Michigan? Darn right. No, oh, because I said you'd like it. University think... of Michigan beat Stanford in what became known as the Rose Bowl. However, the game did not become an annual event until 1916, which no. is over a decade later, actually. Peyton Manning did a, he has a show called Peyton's Places. And he did yeah. an episode on that, um, which oh, is cool. a pretty no cool uh, step back in time. That is pretty cool. But yeah, so in the very first bowl game in 1902, Michigan defeated Stanford in what would become known as the Rose Bowl. Uh, let's go back a little bit further past the turn of the century. 1895, the U.S. government official J. Edgar Hoover stood up what is now, Jones, do you know? J. Edgar Hoover stood up what? He created a government entity, a, a, a bureau, as it were. The FBI? The FBI, darn hmm. right. Um. Oh, sorry, I take that back. In 1895, that's when he was born. J. Edgar Hoover was born January 1, 1895. He eventually uh, directed, started and directed the FBI from 1924 to 1972. Uh, speaking of government, 1863, the Emancipation Proclamation was issued by U.S. President Abraham Lincoln. That was a proclamation which had freed enslaved people in the Confederacy, which were the states in rebellion against the Union during the American Civil War. Um, and on that note, um, 65 years earlier, in 1808, the United States made slave trade illegal as part of the, quote, act prohibiting the importation of slaves. Obviously, that was a big hit. Um, yeah, because it wasn't until 60-some-odd years later that they had to, he had to release the Emancipation Proclamation. So obviously, the act in 1808 had little to no effect on the slave trade um, in America at that time. But in 1808, the U.S. government attempted, at least, to make slavery illegal. I had no uh, idea that happened. I didn't either. That was you remember me randomly saying, "Oh, that's interesting." Hmm. 
Yeah. Um, here we go. 1804. Haiti declared its independence from France. Funny enough, I expected it to be Britain. <laughs> um, funny side note. Independence Day from Britain is a holiday celebrated around the world on average once every seven days. Wow. Something to think about. <laughs> that used to be good. Um, let's go back even further. 1735. The horseback riding folk hero of the American Revolution. Jones, you know who I'm talking about? Um... Yeah, the we British are coming. This, the British are coming. We just went over this last week in our, uh, in our, or a couple weeks ago in our oh, name yeah. game. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I couldn't Paul think of his Revere. name. Paul Revere. The mi- yeah. Oh yeah, I made fun of you for that one. I, I know. That now. Yeah, the Midnight Ride of Paul Revere. But on this day, or last week, January 1, 1735, Paul Revere was born. All right, that is it for January one. Moving on to on this day in January two, featured event, fourteen ninety two, Granada which is an island in the Mediterranean off the coast of Spain, was reclaimed from the Moors, who were the invading North African Muslims. Um, There's a really cool history behind this, the Moorish invasion of Spain, which, um, which spawned the legend of the great Spanish hero El Cid, El Cid Campeador. I believe there's a Netflix movie out there about him, but some really cool history involving this. But on this day, January 2nd, 1492, um, Granada was reclaimed by the Catholic monarchs Ferdinand and Isabella, king and queen of Spain. Let's see. Moving on. Uh, uh, on this day in 2004, NASA's spacecraft Stardust collected dust grains from the comet Wild 2, and the commentary material was later revealed to contain the amino acid glycine, an essential building block for life. So there may be life out there in space somewhere, as evidenced by that protein on a random comet. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's a good one. 1967. Uh Former President Ronald Reagan, who previously worked as an actor. I didn't know that. But on this day in 1967, he was sworn in as governor of California. And I need to look up how long he was a governor before he became president. That'd be something. Yeah, that's uh, that'd be interesting to check out. Let's see what else we got. That Uh, is four years. That's. Four years? Okay. Wait, no. The first beginning 1967 to 71, he left office in 75, declined to run for a third term. So, okay. Um, eight years. Okay. 33rd governor Good of deal. California. May you rest in peace. <laughs> All right. Moving on to January 3rd. This is a big one for those of us who are religious. 1521. Um... Pope Leo X excommunicated Martin Luther, the German priest, from the Roman Catholic practice for initiating the first Protestant revolution. Or Reformation, rather. Sorry, the Protestant Reformation. Um, Reformation Sunday is a big deal within the the Protestant, quote-unquote Protestant, 
denominations of Christianity. So um, your Baptists, your Lutherans, um, any sort of Reformed church that preaches Reformed theology. Um, Reformation Sunday, which was kicked off by Martin Luther back in the 1500s, is, is a really big deal. So this is kind of a really cool one um, on this day, January 3rd. Um, now, obviously, this isn't the day where Martin Luther famously put up his 95 Theses. This was the day that he was officially excommunicated from the Catholic Church as a result of those acts. So, something to keep in mind. Uh, let's see, more events on this day. What else we got? Oh, something else from NASA. NASA's Mars Exploration Rover, this is 2004, by the way. Mars Exploration Rover Spirit landed on Mars to study the chemical and physical composition of the planet's surface. I think, was the Exploration Rover Spirit the first rover we put on Mars? I can't remember. I honestly cannot remember. Anyway. Um, 2001. Oh, this is rough. Um, Hillary Clinton was sworn in as a U.S. Senator from New York, having become the first lady, the first, first loot, God, the first, first lady in U.S. history to win elective office. And the country has been in a downward spiral ever since. <laughs> and people <laughs> end up suiciding themselves. It's yeah. Crazy. Lots of, yeah, suiciding by two gunshots to the back of the head. And accidentally <laughs> hanging. Oh, yeah. Lots of accidental giant... hangings. Anyways. <laughs> it was, anyway. It was Pathfinder was the first one. Oh, Pathfinder was first? Pathfinder, okay. yeah. yeah. So we don't yeah, get sure. suicided by the, the Clintons. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. January 3rd, 1977. Apple became incorporated by Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, and it later became one of the most valuable companies in the world known for innovative computer and electronic products. It was and the Steves. My phone. Oh, God. Do you remember the, the first several iPhones were absolutely the shit? They were amazing. Revolutionary. My parents still have a Mac computer. Um, I, I would have a Mac if it weren't for all the gaming that I do. Um, Yeah. Oh, here we go. 19... Wow. This was a lot more recent than I thought. 1959, Alaska became the, became the 49th state. In what year? I had, yeah, 59. Holy shit. I had no clue. Yeah, that's what I said. Had no clue. Now, I did know that it was purchased from Russia for like $7.3 billion or something like that. And Russia is definitely regretting it considering how much oil we found up there. Heck yeah, and the tactical. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right, 1938, U.S. President Franklin D. Roosevelt established the National Foundation of Infantile Paralysis. This was later known as the March of Dimes, which is a fundraiser, a national fundraiser to find the cure for polio, a disease that he had been stricken with uh, 17 years earlier. So you, you've heard of the March of Dimes, right, Jones? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. Like maybe um, 20 became, years it ago. Became it became sarcastically known as the March of Dimes. I forget why. There's a funny story behind that. I do remember that. Um, but I can't remember the particulars. I'll have to look that one up. Anyway, uh, moving on. English author and scholar J.R.R. Tolkien, one of my favorite people in the world, because he was best known for writing the Lord of the Rings tr book trilogy, book series, and The Hobbit. An honest, like, actual genius. Oh, absolutely. Genius. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he uh, on this day, January 3rd, 1892, he was born in South Africa. I had no idea he was born in South Africa. I assumed he was a born and bred Brit. <laughs> but no, the absolutely absolute literary genius um designed multiple languages including elvish which is actually a a written and spoken language yeah he created a whole alphabet a whole a whole language it's absolutely crazy uh, uh let's see what else we got okay and finally this will be the last one 1777 the Battle of Princeton, New Jersey was fought during the American Revolution. Excuse me. The clash, along with the Battle of Trenton, marked the first victory for the Revolutionary War General George Washington in the open field. And it was all uphill from there. <laughs> but yeah, January 3rd, 1777. Merck. Uh, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that is your on this day or on these couple of days in history. And Clinton drafted NAFTA, right? Good question. I'm pretty sure it was Clinton. Well, he was uh, the uh, creator of NAFTA, or the yes, I see. I see a picture of him, George H. W. and I think the president of Mexico at the time shaking hands. Hmm. Well, just like anyway. politicians, what we're going to go into next is a bunch of stupid fucking people. <laughs> that's the darn hey, awards baby yo, hey i like that transition that's a good one politicians well, and fire politici today. politicians and diapers should be changed often and for the same reason <laughs> oh shit literally that was a good one i like that all right all right here we go so the darwin awards um for those of you who don't know the darwin awards are an unofficial award uh, given to people who have either killed or seriously injured themselves doing absolutely stupid shit in hilarious ways, often pretty funny. Um, this was the basis for the Spike and True TV show A Thousand Ways to Die, which aired for several seasons um, and depicted essentially Darwin Award winners because these people died either at their own hand, by their own hand, you know, doing something really stupid like some of the people that we're going to read or... Um, absolute freak accidents. Some of them were absolute freak accidents. Some, yes. Yeah. Mostly. Mostly it was people being... User error. <laughs> Mostly user error. Instructions unclear. Got stuck in a toaster. <laughs> All right, Josie, you want to go first? Yeah. Oh, uh. I'll go first. Has speaking cook speaking of user error, um, this 46-year-old uh, was in Italy on a, a skiing trip, right? Uh, Ooh, I like his, where this is going him already. His buddy had a few beers. He said, "Hold my beer and watch this." All good stories begin with "Hold my beer and watch this." He, they go down to the bottom of the hill, and I guess there's a like a a protective map on the bottom of the hill that um protects against some metal shit that's down there, right? So you don't mm. you'll hit this metal barrier when you're down there. Okay. So they steal that mat, go up the hill, use it as a sled. <laughs> End up going down the hill at a high velocity. Naturally. Um, hit the <laughs> hit the metal barrier that they took the protective sleeve no. off of. 
No. And God said, but why? <laughs> I made you? That's what that's what God said. Their guardian angel face palmed so hard right there. Their guardian angel was holding their beer going, fuck. <laughs> Another one bites the dust. <laughs> the, the devil was like, I don't want him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's funny. Okay. I got one. Uh, May 5th, 2011. This one's out of Brisbane, Australia. Do you remember planking? Yeah, I I partook in some of the you planking. You partook? You? As a, wow. As a teenager, as a young, dumb. Wow. Yeah, 2011. I was a sophomore in high school. Which wow. would have made you a... No, I was a junior. Sorry. Which would have made you a sophomore. When did you graduate? Right? 2012, right? 2012, yeah. No, I graduated the same year as you. I graduated at 17. Oh. Just because right. my birthday. That's right. Right, right, right. Anyway, a 20 a 20-year-old Brisbane resident decided to try his hand at planking. He stretched himself out face down on the railing of his apartment complex and then fell seven stories to his death. <laughs> yeah, like like I don't know if he maybe even attempted to, you know, grab the railing as he was falling. Don't know. It doesn't say. It just says he fell seven stories and Turn himself into a permanent His soul plank. kept going, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, he yeah. He planked himself all the way Aust to eternal Aust flames. Australia, man. You love to see it. Another and, one. Oh. <laughs> Both of them got in. The devil were like, no thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because down under, they're already in hell. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I got one for you. So 2007, this guy, this this... Spaniard um, decided decided it was a That's really cool. really good idea to go kite surfing. It was like his favorite thing. I thought you were gonna say running with the bulls. <laughs> That'd have been funny too. Oh, he he ran for sure. Um, a hurricane came, and you know how there's those uh those surfers that go out when the the storms come and they like to catch the waves. Yeah, he thought that'd be big a, waves. He thought that'd be a great idea with kite surfing. No, he. Let me guess. Let me guess. Okay. He got caught with a massive updraft and sailed like a hundred feet in the air before coming crashing down. Close. Close. Oh. Ooh. You know how usually kite surfing they like they hold on to it. Uh huh. No, 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 not this guy. This guy's special. He decided to wrap that bitch around his waist somehow in a harness. Oh yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to harness yourself in. Oh really? I thought they. I thought they held that shit. No. No, oh. so the, the kite is attached to a harness, which is attached to you, and then the board is separate. Well, either way, he took that that kite, um, where is it, a kilometer away, so like what, 0.75 miles or something like that? That's still a clip. Three-fourths of a mile, um, dragged by the winds, and hit seven buildings on his way there. <laughs> oh, oh. Oh no! <laughs> oh, what a fucking idiot! <laughs> That's unfortunate. Whoa. So the wind gripped a kite and just yeeted him back onto land, right? Yeah, he just you know didn't think oh, regular man. surfing was good enough, I guess. See, I had seen something about that where it was a parasailer 
Mm-hmm. You know, the, the giant sails tugged behind a boat. Oh, yeah. Right? So there's a storm coming in. You can see it coming in off the horizon, right? And there's a boat with a, paragl- a parasailer up there. The parasailer's not coming down. Like, they, they're trying to get the sailor to come down, but there's so much, the storm is bringing in so much updraft mm-hmm. that the sailor's just staying up there, right? Tethered to the boat. Oh, and, event- and eventually the rope snaps. And so the video oh, is from, man. like, a, a, a seaside resort, like, hotel. So these guys, the guys filming are, like, 20 stories up in the air watching this happen. And they literally see the parasailer get blown past them up over the buildings. And sh- <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what happened to that person. Obviously, I'm not reading him on a Darwin Award, so well, I don't if know he was... what happened there. But well, Not yet. <laughs> at least they were in a parachute, I suppose. Yeah. Echo <laughs> said, uh, for the last guy, he lives in Spain. But the S is silent. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many buildings well, it took to knock some sense oh. into him. It took like two buildings. Like, I fucked it. Why would I do this? Three buildings. There, four buildings. Yeah, this this was a, a surprisingly peaceful event. Right? A piece of him on this building. A piece of him on that building. A piece of him down there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's great. Um, okay, so my next one is... You know how I love irony. Oh, right? yeah. Like, if there's one thing that makes me laugh, it's just irony. So, July 2011, in New York, uh, in Onondaga, there was a protest from motorcyclists uh, protesting a um, a helmet law, making helmets, like, requiring helmets for motorcycle riders, okay. right? So, this guy was at a protest protesting this law so obviously he wasn't wearing a helmet he uh he managed to get in an accident flip over his handlebars and fatally hit his head on the curb (laughs) it's like darn if only you were wearing a helmet (laughs) you would have protected that stubborn hard melon of yours you know the leader of the motorcycle groups like thanks bob yeah, yeah, you're really putting a good word for us here with the legislators. <laughs> it's double thanks, agent. There you go. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> he was a double agent. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, Jonesy, last one. All right. So it's nineteen ninety summer of nineteen ninety nine, and good mm. old uh, Rodney was in Lake Washington for Y two K for Y two K. Back when we were not very. Very old. <laughs> um, I was uh, six. Hold on, ninety three. I was born ninety three. Yeah, I was six. So we we're just barely after a twinkle in our father's eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, Rodney thought he'd go jet skiing on like uh, Washington, right? But he's having out. He's having fun out there. You know, shirt off, beer belly. Flinging around, looking at girls. Probably. How old, how old is this guy? Does it, yeah. does it, it say? It doesn't say. But the first thing that oh. comes to my mind is like 47, maybe 50. You mentioned beer gut. You think at 30s or older, right? Oh, I guarantee he had a beer gut. There's no <laughs> way he didn't. Because he's a fix-it kind of man. Okay. Right? And okay. Uh, his jet ski ran a little low on power. You know, carrying probably a hefty guy with some... With some non-aerodynamic body hair um so 
So he pulls that Sasquatch out there. <laughs> he he shored his jet ski. Um, <laughs> plugged some leads into a into a, a 110 volt outlet. Brought him back to the jet ski. <laughs> well, which was still half in the water, right? Mm-hmm. Um, hooked his his battery up. Right, one of the leads I guess fell in the water. He somehow fell off of his jet ski into the water and electrocuted himself. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, how unlucky do you have to be? And his wife was like, "I told you to charge it before you left the house, Rodney." Rodney. Rodney. That is one of the most redneck names. <laughs> yeah, Rodney. I'm oh man. I'll show you, bitch. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Uh, speaking of absolutely unlucky people, we're going back to 2010 in Daejeong, South Korea, which actually wasn't too far from where I was stationed. Okay. A handicapped man rammed his wheelchair into elevator doors three times after being irritated that the elevator had gone without him. During these ram attempts, he managed to break open the elevator door and then fall down the elevator shaft <laughs> in his wheelchair what the to fuck? his death. Yeah. This angry ass dude busted open. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously. At the time, I can imagine that South Korean elevator doors weren't as sturdy as our American versions. I don't believe so, because... I don't know. I don't believe he was probably a giant stature of a human. If he well, fell since through... he was handicapped, he was also 40 years old. So... I don't, I don't know. But either way, it does say that he was he so pissed off strength. He that... only did bench press. Well, yeah, I, I, he was probably using his arms to push the wheels to slam some part of the wheelchair into the door, but eventually the door gave way, and he went, oh shit. He went, some, he went, something wrong. <laughs> something wrong. <laughs> and then he went, bang, ding, ow. <laughs> bang I'm my cock. <laughs> <laughs> if you, it, now, if you went through that door sideways, he'd be going to Bangkok. He would. <laughs> <laughs> he banged a lot of things other than his cock. <laughs> yeah, he, he banged everything on the way down. <laughs> I, that shouldn't be funny, but it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's awkward. I hope I don't yeah. end up on one of these one day. But at least if I do, you know, I'm I'm a little red. Oh, man. Anyways, I'd, I'd, I would... I'd make so much fun if you don't get me started. Oh, God damn. <laughs> Our transitions oh, today man. are... Oh, man. Tra- you have to say the segues are what, on... What they used to say today. back in, like, 2011? Mint? <laughs> on on fleek? On fleek. <laughs> <laughs> Our transitions uh, are, are mint and on fleek, as the old people would say. Oh, my God. Want to explain how this that. one goes? I for hate that. Viewers? All right. So, for those of you who are new... Uh, this is a game we're pl- we've been playing for a while. Um, this is also a game that we are in the process of turning into an actual published uh, game. Yeah, of the same name. So the way this works is Jones and I we give each other topics. 
or items or something very similar to the start of makes me think of. However, here's the catch. I will give Jones a topic or a situation or or something like that, and I will tell him you either love it or you hate it. And then he has to instantly go on a one-minute rant on all the reasons why he either loves or hates this particular topic. Um, again, this is very much off-the-cuff stream of consciousness, first thing that pops into your mind. Um, and some of them get hard. Like the last couple ones that we've been that we've done, especially if you give me a topic that I actually really like and I have to off the cuff think of reasons why suddenly I don't like it. Which is generally it gets hard. the plan. That's generally what we try to do to each other. The way the way we play it, um, the game that we're developing, um, the way it will work is you will draw a card that has either a word or an item, person, place, thing, phrase. situation, idea, yeah. phrase, something like that. It'll, you'll have that on it. And then you'll roll a traditional six-sided dice. Um, half of those will say love and half of them will say hate. And then um, uh, you'll use the, an included little egg timer, right, with the, little, with the little dust in it, right? You have a minute and you have to off-the-cuff go. Now, this will be very portable. It'll be a small game. A hundred and some odd cards, right, Jones? Initially, uh, I was at one hundred and eight with the dice. Right. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So this will be very portable. So you can pack it in suitcases. You can. Uh. You'll be able to play this game. Um. On road trips. Um. In uh the airport on planes. Um. Or just even as a a fun game night. Yep. So, uh, we're in the process of developing this. We're. Right now, we're just deciding, hey, what the hell do we want to put on our cards, right? And then um, I gotta do the graphic design, but yeah, not very graphic artistic. design. That's the yeah, but that's the easy bit. We can, you know. Anyway, yeah. that's that's all uh, stuff coming down the pipeline. But for reference, um, and if people want to do some research, this is how you do it. So Jones, um, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'll take it. Okay, Jones, do you want your? Oh, and by the way. Um, in the spirit of New Year's, we are doing um, New Year's themed. Um, just like we did for Thanksgiving. Items. Just like we did yes. for um, Christmas. somewhat of a Halloween one. We did after Halloween and then as Christmas yep. as well. Well, sure. generally most holidays will do the same. This. Sure. All righty. Do you want your love or your hate? Mm, give me my love. Your love. All right. You love staying home on New Year's Eve. Oh boy, did you give me a good one? So I do love staying home on New Year's Eve. You know why? People. If you ever gone downtown to watch the ball drop and there's 95 million people, half the dudes have their girlfriends on their shoulders. You can't even see the ball drop because you have six foot nine uh, dudes standing in front of you with his five foot two girlfriend on his shoulders that for some reason is three foot six wide. And you can't see shit, right? Everyone's drunk. Everyone sucks. It's probably cold if you live in the north. So you're downtown, miserable as fuck, waiting for so the no ball balls drop. are dropping. <laughs> if you don't got a girlfriend, you're looking for the nearest person to kiss on New Year's, which is hopefully consensual. Um, it better be consensual, you fucks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I would rather stay home. Be with my family and watch the ball drop, drinking at home. 
Yeah. That's an actual truth. If I wanted a whole bunch of people to watch balls drop, I'd go to a Catholic ceremony or Catholic mass. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Okay, so I should have specified. I, I wanted to specify staying home by yourself on New Year's Eve. Sure, I'll do that too. That. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, huh? <laughs> Whatever. All right. Well, all right. Uh, since you did your love, I'll do my love. All right. Or my like. You love people that stick with their New Year's resolutions for a month. Mm, yeah. Okay. So the reason I love people that stick with their New Year's resolutions for a month is because they're like me. They're pragmatists. They realize that... This is kind of stupid. I'm doing this under peer pressure because everyone thinks they should probably do it. But realistically, you know, they get back on with their with their regular lives. Um, it can't be that bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm with those people. I'll say I want to do something. You know, I'll give a kind of a half-assed effort at it, and like, this is kind of dumb. Why am I doing this? It's not going to affect my life one way or the other if I don't do it. So I like these people. Uh, because these people are my people. They are like me. We are like-minded people in that people New Year's like resolutions people. are really kind of stupid. Well, and that's kind of the, just the nature of New Year's resolution. It, they're kind of dumb. They are. Kind like, of. I'm going to start working out. Like, what the hell kind of goal is that? Like, or I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Okay, that's kind of a cool goal, but most of them are arbitrary anyway. Yeah. I think goals are good. Right which we haven't mentioned goals for the podcast yet. We're going to have to do that uh, later because we were going to talk about that. Um, maybe a couple goals of ours for the for the rest of the year, just to get in the spirit. Um, but resolutions? I'm right there with you. Yeah. All right. Man. I wanted... When I when I eventually have my own family, we're gonna do some things differently. We're gonna middle, have... Man, I don't make resolutions no. at all, Echo says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um... I saw this idea, oh, 10 or so years ago. Um, I saw this idea in for something to do as a family on New Year's. So you have a mason jar, and what you do is throughout the year, anything good or cool or exciting that happens for the to the family, mm-hmm. you jot a note down on the jar with the date and a brief summary of what happens, put it in the jar, all those kind of things accumulate throughout the year. And then on New Year's Eve, right before the ball drops, you sit down as a family and you pick, pull those out and you read them all. That's the whitest shit I've ever heard, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it, is kind, it is kind of white. That's straight no, out of like it, a. It's really, it's really cool though. Out of like a Hallmark all... movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great idea though. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Is that you can look back and, hey, these are all the cool things that happened throughout the year that you otherwise would have completely forgot about. Right? A lot of people usually focus on the negative, too. So that way you give yourself, like, you know what? I yeah. did okay. I did all right. Yeah. Keep all right. keep uh, keep things in perspective. Speaking right? of not being doing all right, what's my bad? Slash oh, hate. what's your bad? You hate kissing a girl at midnight. All right. We're going to get a little personal on this one. Uh, ooh. Do I need another beer for this? I've either, I've either broken up with prior, been on vacation, um, away from, or not had a significant other four years every single year. So I've never had the opportunity 
to do that. Therefore, I fucking hate it. <laughs> FOMO Why? is kicking in big time right Why? now. <laughs> because, like Echo said, I kiss the homies at midnight. No need a no need a woman around here, right? I am Sigma as fuck. I don't need a woman to kiss at midnight. I'll kiss the homies. I'll kiss anybody in the crowd that's not a woman. That's not gay. That just is what it is. New I'm year, new me. Transvestites. I came back in the closet, so that is what it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh goddamn. Yeah, it's overrated. I do kiss Bubba at midnight. Kiss Bubba. There you go. That's My adorable. Adorable. Speaking dog. of which, um, it's eleven o'clock your time, right? Ten fifty. All right. Well, you'll have to kiss Bubba at midnight tonight if we're still doing this podcast. Then he's. <laughs> oh yeah. He's right there laying down behind me. You guys can't see him too well. But see that? Because <laughs> all because all three foot, five foot wide of you is in the way. <laughs> <laughs> that right there, that jacket has a dog under it. Hey Bubba boy. <laughs> He's the man. He's the real man of the house. He is the man. I fucking love that dog. <laughs> I didn't know I could love something that much. People say it about well, kids, you, but fuck kids. You, you thought that about the cat we rescued. Because I remember you were down oh. in the dumps for like a week after we gave him away. And Do I, you don't remember? Like, I don't even like cats. <laughs> you, you fell in love with that cat. It was cute. It would climb up on you while you were gaming. Mm. Oh, I would sit with him and I'm he'd big purr. And, yeah. Do you remember what uh, what Rios ended up naming him? Mm-mm. Castle. Castle? What did we name the cat? Cat? We never did. I think we just called it cat. I, we... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you. Hey, okay, cat. I think we knew in the back of our minds that we probably weren't going to keep it because we yeah. figured out pretty quick that Hunt was allergic. Like madly allergic. Yeah. He, like, he I, stuck with it for a few months. He secretly like, loved he that cat, it too. Out. He secretly loved it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know spooky he did. Spooky Crip, what's, what's up? What's up, Spooky? Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome. Good to see you. Or good to hear from you. Two months ago, you uh, yeah. tossed the phone on this channel. I appreciate that. Good deal. All right. What is my hate? All right. You hate the ball drop. Oh, yeah. Because that happened to me when I was 10. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, no, that still hasn't like... happened. <laughs> yeah, about that. Um, Yeah, what's the... I don't understand the significance or the history behind the ball drop. And now, are you talking about like the entire event in the whole, Times Square? The whole thing, the whole skedaddle, like, like the whole whole skedaddle. All right, so yeah, I don't like going out in public on New Year's for guy. Honestly, for the reasons that you listed earlier, it's crowded, um. Massive people in massive, massive amounts of people in quantities, uh, inevitably stupid starts happening. I really don't like drunk people, so I don't like being out there for those kind of festivities. I'm with you. I like to have either my family or a tight knit group of friends, um, raising a glass of champagne together and bringing in the new year that way. Yep. Did we ever that, do that, New Year's in Minot? We did a few times. Yeah. Maybe like the first couple times. Because we were in the same yeah. squadron. But after that, I don't think we did for years. Yeah, because... Well, no, we just never went out to do it. We kind of just did it with ourselves. Which is better, honestly. Yeah, because it always ended up either being at someone's house that we didn't like. 
or at somebody's house that we did like, but there were other people there that we didn't like, and then it was kind of like, uh, this got awkward real quick. And then I, we just leave. Type deal. Speaking yeah. of speaking of that, um, spooky and echo, you toss some depression kick in your ass thing in the in the chat. I'm a I'm gonna be real with you guys right now. This is I'm usually funny, and and lighthearted and stuff. Um, so is Robin Williams. So is Robin Williams, but. Um, depression only kicks your ass if you let it. Um, I've had it for a long time. Military mm. fucked me up, <laughs> you know. Um, but you gotta do the little things to get yourself out of it. If you need medication, I'm telling you right now, Prozac is the tits. That stuff, I don't. I hate medication. I think it sucks. But Prozac gets all those random thoughts out of your mind, stuff. But you know what helps the most out of uh, um, getting out of depression. Go to the fucking gym. Um, do something hard uh, on your body or on your mind. Um, and that helps a lot. And so do better, yeah. feel better, and and get better, man. I, you know, I'm routines, sorry that you have to feel like that. Routines, but. routines are a, are a big one that I found for me when I get depressed and or stressed, which are usually uh, they usually accompany um, one of the two triggers the other. Usually for me, I've found that um, routines and tasks that I can occupy myself with um, are a good way to get my mind off of what's going on. Um, If stressors are causing depression, like massive amounts of task work, um, making lists, physically writing out lists helps with me, prioritizing, um, setting time limits. Um, because as soon as you knock off one task and it could be as something as simple as making your bed, I've read from a lot of different psychologists, uh, Jordan Peterson, jo- uh, Jocko Willink, mm-hmm. uh, talks about this one specifically. He says the first task you should always do in the morning is make your bed because it's a simple task, so is that admiral? but, it, but it, but it, oh yeah, the Admiral. Yeah. What mm-hmm. is his name? He did this in a commencement speech for a college. Mm-hmm. If you want to change the world, step one is make your bed. Right, because um, it tricks your mind into completing a task, a super simple task, but then it's like, okay, I can do this. I can move on to the next task, and then the next task, and then the next task, and sure enough, before you know it, um, half of your to-do list is done, and it's a, it's a way to train your body to, I don't want to say override, but working through the issue rather than letting the issue the issues work you if you um, let your mind a, take over you um it'll win every time yeah if you so say that's why fuck habits, you to your mind and go and do and something routines, that's where habits and routines come into effect because motivation is fleeting but a routine and a habit is something that sticks with you regardless of whatever mood you're in mm-hmm. so for example guys like you jones and hunt who go to the gym religiously right whether or not you're feeling it or not, you know in your head that I'm going to feel worse if I don't do this. And it's and such a habit and do. a routine. Yeah. Well, and you don't even really think about it. Like my mood at this point is irrelevant. I am going to the gym. Mm-hmm. So um, developing developing some legitimate habits and being consistent with those habits and routines especially – um, having a, a morning routine, having a bedtime routine, having any sort of routine that you can do um, to, to create um, an equilibrium in your body and, and your mind, um, 
I have a bedtime routine. I do. Um, I take a poop. I pl- I scroll through Facebook for a little bit. I hop in bed and I go to sleep. Echo said the same. I have a thing I do every day. It helps. So I'm going to drop the two <laughs> wisest things I've heard my entire life on you guys. Right? One came from Christopher Slade. Uh, one of my supervisors, I was going through a, a rough patch in my I life. I remember starting Slade. He was the fucking man. Good man. Still the greatest NCO I've ever met in my entire life. NCO for you non-militaries, non-commissioned officer. Generally, supervisors mm-hmm. like a supervisor at work, right? Except for their supervisor of your whole life. Um, and then the second one came from another one of my supervisors, um, Scott Smart. Um, another great. Smart he was, guy. He was goofy. Um, he was like the stereotypical E6. You know, didn't give a fuck. You know, did whatever he wanted, but he was he was just a wealth of knowledge. So learn from from uh old Scotty, old Scotty Smart. Now he's retired. Um what under pressure uh does Coles make? Uh O'Leary. Oh, Cole, uh when subjected to massive amounts of pressure turned into diamonds. Exactly. I heard him tell this to uh um, an NCO that I, I very much respect. He was going through a lot, getting married, doing all kinds of stuff. He had like 15 people under him. Mm. Um, stressors galore piling on, I'm sure. Stressors galore. He was going through a rough spot in his life. And, um, old Scotty Smart looked at him. He said, just remember, um, under pressure, coal turns into diamonds. So that means mm. what it means. It's there's, there's nothing around uh, what that does mean. And then the other thing I've, I've said to many, many, many people, um, and to this, I've, I've looked after sadly, um, a lot of friends, a lot of acquaintances that have, uh, tried to kill themselves. Um, you know, some other shit, right? We're not going to know all that. I, one of the greatest things I've ever heard in my life was the three, the three balls, right? Not the rapper, three big balls, but the three balls. So you have a glass ball, you have a wooden ball, you have a rubber ball, right? So you're prioritizing your your tasks in life and tasks at work, right? What happens if you drop a, a glass ball? Peach shatters. Breaks, shatters, right? That's shit you have to do right now. What happens if you drop a wooden ball? Uh, it makes a loud noise, maybe it rolls around for a little while, but the ball itself stays intact, yeah? It might bounce once. Right, maybe twice. Then it's gonna roll around, not take a whole lot of damage. After you get done with that glass stuff, it might dent that that wood, um, scratched up a little bit. But those are those are life tasks that you have to get done. That are still important, but are not glass ball tasks. Glass ball tasks are that shit breaks, life's over, life limb, eyesight, financial ruin, all that kind of stuff. Wooden ball, um. It, it, it's not that it's different right now what about a rubber ball when you drop that oh it's gonna bounce it's gonna bounce several times that and it's not gonna take damage it's not gonna take damage it's gonna bounce forever um and that's your that's your last prioritized prioritization of tasks um your life tasks and everything so you have your glass balls that are, are right away you have to fucking take care of you have your your wooden balls that might get scratched up and dented you gotta take care of those after the glass balls because they're still important the rubber shit is whenever the fuck you get to it. That's all that matters. You'll get to it when you get to it. Sometimes some more glass balls or rubber or um, wood balls will show up, and 
you're going to have to take care of those and you're going to have to maybe not neglect, but postpone those rubber things uh, for a while. The back burner. But it helps prioritization, prioritization of, uh, of tasks in, in life because life can get overwhelming. Look at it. Look at it like a, like a, um, like a, a big picture, right? The big picture is overwhelming. But if you divide the picture into subsections and take care of each little tiny task first, it starts to eat away. It's like puzzle together. It starts to eat away at the big picture or build the big picture. Um, now, I'm not a fucking clinical psychologist or any of that shit. I just know I've been through a lot of shit in my life and I've had that uh, uh, chronic depression for a long time. I just We just know that being in the military and getting shit on all the time um some of that stuff helps hopefully it helps you guys yep. just never give up tomorrow's a new day and it'll be better than today if you make it better than today darn right after that though let's do some fucking laughing what's my yeah. uh what's my oh my would you yeah rather? your would you rather all right jones would you rather go to a new year's party that does not have any alcohol or go to one and get so sloshed that you don't even remember the party next day. I'm getting sloshed. I... <laughs> For a lot of the reasons you spoke about. <laughs> about <going> <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to a party, right? Now, generally, when I get super sloshed, I don't do anything like ridiculously crazy. You've Bullshit. been. Bullshit. You start teaching Sun Tzu classes and rolling <laughs> around Yadao's place with fucking. What's his name? Brian Wise. Brian Wise. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not jumping off of balconies and fucking... I'm just teaching kids how to do shit, you know? You're not planking on the side of your... Uh... <laughs> no, I'm not... The side I'm of not, your railing. I'm not um, uh, parasurfing or whatever the fuck it's called in a, in a yeah. hurricane. Maybe that one time I jumped into a wall. But that was just because I was trying to get in bed. Was You've been around me night... drunk many, many a times. <laughs> Is that the same night when uh, he who shall not be named tried to chuck one of my poker chips into the wall and it stuck. Was that the same night? No, I think it was a different night. That was... Yeah, well, maybe was it was also, the same night. That might that have been... was the same party when I woke up and one of my favorite decks of cards was floating in a bowl of water. Yeah. yeah. That was a rough... Yeah. That's why O'Leary hates drunk people. Not me, though, because I'm, I'm not a bad drunk. For the most part. But I'd rather, I'd rather get sloshed <laughs> than not have... Well, I don't know. I don't need alcohol to have fun. Agreed. Honestly, I enjoy it. I I very much do. I would rather have Sometimes a beer. It helps. If you're around people you don't know, it helps get that conversation bug going. Yeah. But I'd rather get slosh. Fair that's enough. The, that's the veteran in me. <laughs> All right. What's mine? All right. This is a long one. That's what she said. <laughs> would you rather attain all of your New Year's goals? But the person you hate most achieves all of theirs. Or achieve one of your goals. But the person you hate most achieves nothing. <laughs> That's a fucking hard rather, one. No, no, no. I would, I would rather achieve all my New Year's goals because I'm the person I hate most in the world. So... <laughs> It's a double win-win. <laughs> Extra goals, baby. Let's go. 
I wanted to make a million dollars. Fuck it, I'm making two million dollars now. Because the person I hate the most wins too. I didn't expect that flip. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'm my own biggest critic. Holy the shit. self-loathing is real. Yeah, I'm right there with you. <laughs> yeah. You didn't expect to flip that on his head, did you? I from you I did not. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I was hoping it was gonna get petty. I thought you were going to take the high road, but you took the middle road. <laughs> I took neither road. You, you went off the path. I, I, I took my own damn road. I, that was the road less traveled. The road less traveled and most resistance. <laughs> damn straight. Holy shit. Echo said this question is just, are you petty? Are you petty? Yeah. <laughs> this one's going to have right. to be in the maybe the holiday pack we, we sent out. Because that shit's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah. But. Oh, man. Oh, my cheeks hurt now. That was our Don't Get Me Started, which is our, you know, more laughable um, version of of what we do. But now we get to go into something a little more serious. Honestly, I think the funniest segment that we did was the very first one that we didn't record. When you said that I love shopping at Victoria's Secret. Oh, I you know every (laughs) time I talk about the podcast and what we do, I bring that up. I bring up um, yeah. Victoria's Secret as the you know the love, as as an example. It's also one hundred percent going to be a card. I already wrote it in. Yeah, good <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now, while oh, but I had some I had some good ones too. Like I had you dying laughing. I remember this. Oh God, yeah. Echo, did were you here for this very first? I'm gonna one? go pee while you're talking. I I want to say that you were. But I can't remember. Yeah, so this very first podcast that we did, we were working out, we were shaking out the cobwebs. We did a really good debate, which was um, the best decade for rock music. And obviously I won because the 80s is way better than the 90s. 90s is when rock music took a, took a shit, dove off a cliff. I can say this now without any reprisal because Jones is in the other room, but he can hear me. So Jones, your taste in music blows. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, but what we did, we, we were trying to figure out a way to stream it, but then save the information so that we could upload it to YouTube, but that didn't happen. Something didn't happen. I think we streamed it, but it didn't save properly or whatever the case was. So realistically, podcast episode one that got uploaded properly is actually our second one. So technically, Jones, this is our 11th. Technically, it is the 11th. Now, what I'm going to say is, you're telling me that that Deftones, <laughs> Alice in Chains, Pearl nope. Jam, Audio Slave, Linkin Park. Pearl Jam started in the 80s. But their best music was in the 90s. Disagree. Oh. When, when, did, when did Alive come out? The 90s. Fuck, okay. <laughs> Nirvana. That was a great song. <laughs> Green Day's best stuff came out then. Metallica's best stuff came out then. Like, literally all the best music from all the best bands came out in the 90s. Aside from that, me being right. Um, <laughs> no, I had, I had, I was talking about way better bands. 80s anyway, had hair metal, and that was an atrocity. That was not an atrocity. That was good. That was the way rock was always supposed to sound. <laughs> you know how rock's supposed to sound? Arena rock, baby. Fuck no grunge music. That's right. That's when that's you're talking deaf tones. That's when deaf tones became depressed. Is rock. Huh? The 90s is when the depressed people started making depression music. Yeah, great music. Great depression music. 
I will give you Hot for Teacher was good. Um, Cherry Pie was good. Uh, Hot for Teacher. That was um, – oh, don't tell me. Not Aerosmith. Um, no. Hot for Teacher. Uh, Van Halen. Yes. Like there was some, there was good eighties music, right? but overall the nineties, we're going to save this for another debate. We'll, maybe we'll do that <laughs> next, next time. Cause now that we're both more, even more informed and, and ready for it, I think it would be a great debate. You appear to be a better debater because you're more enthusiastic about things than I am, but I'm right. Well, that's not true at all. I, I took a poll of about 80% of the people that live in base housing and they all, almost all of them agreed eighties. Do you know my, you know my opinion on polls and statistics, right? Because I could take a poll of eighty percent of the people around me, and I they might <laughs> probably agree with me. You got to do it's got to be a mass. At least I did research. At least two hundred thousand people spread across every single demographic in the United States. At least. You're telling me military base housing isn't one of the most diverse collections of people ever. But it's too small. You're seriously going to say that with a straight face? Do you have a bunch of white people? <laughs> no, this is an incredibly diverse group. I don't believe you. I don't well, you believe don't you to. that that all people, eighty percent of people, said yes. Hair metal that was around before they were born. No, 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 no. They said eighties. Eighties. Yeah, that's, that's the eighties. Hair hair metal is a subgenre within. The, anyway, we're getting. Let's get to the real debate for tonight, shall we? We should, and this one's going to be a a pretty good one, I think. That's the best our, fried our, side. Our our food ones usually are are pretty good. They are, and I I'm pretty passionate about this one. Okay, as well, I believe if, are you. If you're, if you're so passionate about this one, I'll let you go first. Oh, thanks. So we're talking fried Oof. potatoes, right? Fried potatoes. Fried potatoes, and the beautiful thing about fried potatoes. Is they're delicious. Hey, you know what else is delicious? It's a fried potato. Fucking tater tots. God almighty. That's maybe God's greatest invention after women was tater tots. Right? <laughs> they're per- you can get them nice and crispy or you can eat them soft. You can bake them. You can fry them. You can air fry them. You can put them in a pan and grill them. You can eat them with burgers. You can eat them with sandwiches. You can eat them breakfast. You can eat them in every single... You can eat them in burritos. You can eat them in literally every single type of food you possibly can think of. They can be a side for. You know what they also go well with? Every single sauce of all time. Tater tots are the best by far side that's fried in the world. <laughs> Sorry, right, Napoleon. All right, Napoleon Dynamite. Calm down. <laughs> Suck. Okay. How are you going to pick tater tots as the best fried potato when french fries exist? Come on, man. You name one fast food place that sells tater tots as a side and not french fries. And even if you can find a single one that's a diamond in the rough, you know that every single fast food restaurant you go to has their take on fries, whether or not they're curly cut, traditional cut, thick cut, waffle cut. They're all French fries. They're all fried potatoes fried in either peanut oil or good old-fashioned vegetable oil. They're an American staple, so much so 
that it's a worldwide phenomenon now, right? Fries, French fries, however you like them, you can get them by themselves. You can get salted, unsalted. You can get uh, Philly cheese style. You can get nachos. You can get salsa. You can get whatever you want on French fries. French fries are the best. Echo in the chat said hash browns. I do love those for breakfast. But you know what I love, love for breakfast? Fucking tater tots. Ever put tater tots in a breakfast burrito? Ooh, no. Boy. No, because oh, people put hash browns mm, in no. a breakfast burrito. No, no, no. no. You, you got to grow up poor, right? Which you, They are the exact same fucking thing. They're not even close to the same thing. Hash brown. You, you break down. You describe what a tater tot is and what a hash brown is. And they're the exact same thing. They're One not the same smashed. thing. One the is thing. like slashed, like sliced, right? It's like sliced and diced and like little skinny pieces. The shape what of food it, matters. What are you, suddenly an Italian pasta aficionado? Like, that's <laughs> the at, only time where that argument it. actually holds weight. I hold a lot of weight. You know what that weight came from? Fucking tater tots. <laughs> 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 that doesn't mean you're right though. This just means you're funny. And right. No, okay, hold on. Let me let me tell Have you ever had a, a breakfast scramble? When you're a kid, yeah. you put some eggs in there, you got some sausage, you got some stuff. It's good, right? It was usually but then you toss eggs, some, sausage, and cheese. You toss some fucking hash, not some hash, but some fucking um, tater tots in that bitch. Boy, that's just delicious. You, know, you get you okay. get some chicken nuggies going okay. on, <laughs> some dang chicken nuggies going on with some che- with some tater tots. Did you just do a baby Yoda? I said chicken nuggies. I said chicken nuggies. Yeah, with some with some tater okay. tots going on. Let, let me let kid. me throw let me Man. throw some stats at you as to why fries are better. Fries Don't are care. better. Purely based on gross consumption worldwide. All right, let me let me uh, let me throw this at you. There are three states in this country that are famous for potatoes. Right, you got Montana, Idaho, and Oregon. The bulk of our nation's Oregon, potatoes. Honestly. Yeah, uh, but mostly Idaho. Yeah. Well, you know the you know the frozen brand Orida. No. Well, I'm trying to do if I saw it. Yeah. That's from Oregon and Idaho. Who probably make tater tots too. They make all sorts of fried potatoes. But anyway, 7%, 7% of all potatoes grown in this country annually are used to make McDonald's, just McDonald's fries, French fries, not hash browns, not tater tots. 7% of all the potatoes grown in this country annually are go to McDonald's french fries so that is not including burger king wendy's sonic all the other fast food brands that also sell an absolute metric shit ton of potatoes seven percent go to just mcdonald's now here's the thing about mcdonald's they're global Mm -hmm. right now here's another here's another fun stat excluding fast food national chain restaurants 53% 53% of restaurants offer French fries on their menu. How many of those do you think offer tater tots? They might be on a kid's menu somewhere, but it's basically a, a breakfast-only version 
of the greatness that is the French fry. The French fry is a worldwide phenomenon. Let me throw one more thing at you. Um, a, according to a business metric that I found from MMR, I can't remember what that stands for. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? French fries are considered one of the fastest growing and most likable snacks globally amongst all types of age groups. Um, the past over the past year, for uh, demand for frozen French fries has been up forty two percent globally. Okay. Over the last year, Canada alone, that increase was, I think it's a twenty eight percent, which was. Oh, uh, what was that metric? It was a significant like, portion. That that metric has been growing consistently over the last like four or five years. So, not only are French fries one of the biggest reasons or the biggest reasons why potatoes are grown, but it's a global phenomena. Li literally, quite literally, globally. I tried to look up uh, global consumption of potatoes but uh or of french fries but all i was getting was um potatoes in general yeah, um, which goes to our last one of the debates a few weeks ago yeah yeah that's right i used that uh i used that data set but based on pure raw gross consumption worldwide potato or french fries and tater tots aren't even in the same league they're not even playing the same damn sport let alone in the same league. We're comparing your peewee football to fucking Major League Baseball here. Yeah, so the difference is... Yeah. My peewee football team had Aaron Donald. Fucking Aaron... I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> Jalen Ramsey as kids, right? They're the up-and-comers. I'm going to destroy your entire argument with one statement. How I'd many places have bad fries? Well, I can tell you the one place whose fries made me shit my pants. Nope. Bad fries. How often do you go through McDonald's drive-thru and you get soggy-ass gross fries? I actually like the soft ones. I prefer them, actually. They're fucking disgusting. <laughs> How often do you go through any other fast food restaurant and you get gross-ass, disgusting fries? I'd say at least half the time. I get shitty fries. You know what I never have that's but, bad? But, I've never but, had. But you're still ordering the fries. I've never had a bad tater tot in my entire life. Tater tots are so delicious, literally anybody can make them, and they taste good. Anybody. I'm curious. Where do Taco John's potato olays fall into this category? Potato olays? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? The Taco John's potato sides? Is that technically a tot? No, it is. Yeah. Kick up your tater tot game with copycat taco. I've never had those. <gasps> oh, they're like the ring tater tots. See, I'm yeah. just, I've been talking about the, You're thinking about you know, the thick ones, the cylindrical, like delicious ones this whole time. I didn't even fucking think about you know who had the best tater tots? This is not even part of my debate. Just more so a question. Um, who had the best fucking uh, like tater rounds? I'll call them 
ever for breakfast? Where? Burger King. You go to Burger King, you get like a and McDonald's has some really good ones back in the day too. But you'd go get like like the the container and it has like, you know, a bunch of them in there. Um and they'd be perfectly dippable. Perfectly dippable. Um being more popular doesn't mean it's better. Many any any bands outstream mean uh stream bands the battery tots. So I was actually gonna make that point here in a second. Um just because everyone else likes them doesn't mean it's great. Everyone there's else gotta thought, be a there's there's a everyone else everyone, everyone thought COVID was super deadly. And it shut our world down for two years and ended up being a fucking common cold. All I'm saying. I'm about to get canceled no, off that there, and there's suicided. A, but there's a reason why French fries are so popular. It's because, it's because they're because cheap they're good. and they're easy to, to package and easy to make in a fryer. And you're, it, th- that doesn't apply to tater tots as well? You gotta take special care of tater tots. Bullshit! Mm, you gotta toss the bitches different... in the oven, make them brown a little bit. Oh, Nobody... All right, I got okay. And and when do they do that? They do that for breakfast. Fries go with more meals. Here's how tater tater tots literally go with every meal, every single meal. But it can, but people eat them for breakfast and lunch, fries and dinner. Fries go with lunch. And you know what tater tots also do? They go inside of tons of meals and recipes. I know we're talking about sides right now as a side. But you toss you toss a tater tot and a breakfast scramble. You toss a tater tot and a burrito. You toss tater tots and a, a fucking burrito. A ta- no, just a regular burrito with some with some carne asada in that bitch and, and some it, avocado. It, it, some avocado. Doesn't make it a hash brown. A avocado. Oh no, God. hash browns are different. <laughs> <laughs> hash browns are different. Um, hash browns are shredded tots. Also, so I know there's this there's this good thing you would say about fries, right? Is you can get some chili cheese fries. You know what I'm saying? The messiest, soggiest shit you'll ever eat in your life. You know what doesn't get soggy and messy? And you can Burnt eat better with top. you can eat better with a fork. Fucking tater tots. Also, you know what's that fucking does disgusting? Not make them taste better. You know what's fucking disgusting when they're burnt? Fries. You know what's fucking delicious when they're burnt? Tater tots, because they got no. that, they got that no. delicious gooey. It's like chewing on a rock. No, it's like chewing. Yeah, no, you get that nice flavorless. crusty outer center. Yeah. Actually, I don't ever think I've seen a burnt tater tot in my entire life. I don't think they can burn. Now that I think about it. They definitely can. I don't believe it. No, I've never seen it. Not in my life experience. Anyway, tater tots are delicious. I, I make it anywhere I go. I always. They are. Honestly, fries are kind of overrated. In my are opinion. tater tots sold anywhere outside the U.S.? And are they popular outside the U.S.? That'd be a good metric to find out. Because if you can't compare the popularity internationally to French fries, then this debate's already over. Well, that's not necessarily true. Because remember that Iowa... Iowa... Idaho, where the fuck was Idaho, Oregon thing you were talking about earlier? New created tater tots. Those people, some red-blooded fucking Americans who believe in freedom. 
That's who cherry pie and tater tots. Did you know uh, French fries aren't cooked in France? Yeah, they're cooked in Greece. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we may I have to agree to disagree in this one because anywhere I go, I will <laughs> always order tater tots if they have them. If always. they have them. Now, if they have fries, I won't order fries. Honestly. Because fries are like 50-50 if they come out. Like, they're 50-50 coming out good or shit. It's one of the two. Tater tots uh, are 100% going to be good every time because they're just tater... It doesn't... It, literally, a geriatric donkey could make tater tots, and they would be delicious. You know where the fries were delicious 100% of the time we ordered them? Don't say beat-ups. No, Soggy-ass fucking fries. No, 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 no. It's like a limp dick. It's a basket of limp dicks. That's what that's what the beat ups fries are. No, you, you know where I'm talking about. The best fries we ever had. We watched them get sliced uh, right in front of us. JL beers. JL beers. That's oh, JL beers man. diff though. That's not a French fry diff. That's a JL diff. That's a, <laughs> that's a straight up. I wish I could open that franchise in well, California. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. They sliced the potato right in front of us put it right in the fryer and then it went straight from the fryer into a bowl with the seasonings and then straight from there onto our platter. It's good ass seasonings there too though. That oh, barbecue seasoning they had. The raging put that, Cajun. Put that bitch on some tater tots. Oh, you, ca- you remember their Cajun seasoning? Did you ever try that with their Cajun oh, yeah. lime dip? Oh yeah. <gasps> I like that barbecue with the, with I the ate Humpty that Dumpty Burger. Years straight. Yeah, and I ate the I ate, <laughs> I ate the barbecue yeah. ones for two years straight. Maybe four <laughs> years straight. Twenty second Avenue Burger, that's what it was. Yeah, oh, I did the raging Cajun burger with the Cajun fries and Cajun lime dip for two years straight, and then I started doing the Twenty Second Avenue. And then, do you remember they came out with the jalapeno popper? They did. Yes, that was my go to for the last year I was up there. God, you know if we if we yeah, did a, a debate on restaurants, cream cheese. I'm gonna quick break from this debate. Uh-huh. What's the best restaurant ever? Oh, see, there, there's a whole lot of metrics that go into... No, just for you personally. What's the best restaurant you've, you've ever had food at? Best burger place you've ever had food at? Okay, so there's a different... That's a different metric. Best burger place? Yeah. Hands down, JL Beers. Yeah. But if you're it's talking all-around restaurant, you have to include... Dessert options and drink options. All right, so JL beers, one hang up or two hang ups. No liquor. Were no no mixed drinks and no dessert. Right. So mm. if I need if I'm gonna talk about an all around restaurant, oh it would have to be a toss up between um uh BJ's brew house. Oh BJ's is so fucking good. Yep. Or um, uh, Cheesecake Factory. Oh, Cheesecake Factory is so good too. You know right. what? A because, slight because third you for have me. To consider... I fucking love Applebee's. Really? I love Applebee's. We go there like every week. Um, if you're Their talking, Bourbon Street steak is pretty good. Oh God, and that mac and cheese shit they got. Oh, and the the fist lime chicken. Yeah. If you want to go somewhere, not spend a ton of money and have good food and a good environment and cheap. Like good cheap beer, yeah. Applebee's is the place to go. 
Yeah, Applebee's is pretty good. But like BJ's I said, is if the you, shit if, though. If I love that place. Now, but if we're gonna talk about best restaurant for a specific food item, I think that would be different. For example, like you mentioned, best restaurant with the best burger, mm-hmm. JL Beers, right? But if you're talking like best place to go for a steak, I would say Bill's Farm in Abu Dhabi. But <laughs> uh, I've never been there, so that was I. It was a two-year-old dry-aged ribeye. Ooh. That that I no shit cut with a fork. I didn't use a knife at all with this thing. It was That's served funny. with a giant block of garlic butter that melted over the steak as I ate it. Eastern Europe and, and the, oh the Middle Eastern God. countries know how to make meat. When I was in Turkey, yeah. those motherfuckers can make steaks and lamb and stuff that would melt. Like, But you'd walk past to go to the bathroom, you'd look, meat locker. No fucking door, no nothing, no sanitary. I didn't yeah. give one single shit. Did not care. There's yeah. they know how to make some food out there. Tell you what, and they mm. put they put honey on your cheese on your um cheese sticks. I'm I miss Turkish kebabs. God. You know where they had that big giant spit spinning with the heater behind it, and they just slice off pieces of that right mm. into the wrap. What's what's that pistachio oh, yeah. dish they have? The what now? The pistachio dish. Fucking who they? Who are we talking about? Turks. Huh? The oh. Turkish. Well, I know they're famous for Turkish Delight, which is a a powdered sugared gelatin thingy. Oh, um, dessert. Turkish dessert. Baklava. Dude, baklava. No, baklava is fucking Turkish. Oh, shit. I thought that was a Polish thing this whole time. Yeah, Dude. the layers and layers and layers of pastry. I've had I've had some really good I never, I never thought they could put like a nut uh in like as a main ingredient, like pistachios as a main mm. ingredient in a in a dessert, and it would be good. But it's yeah. it's the most delicious, like melt in your mouth fucking dessert. That's fantastic. God. Yeah. I had a I had some one of my cousins make that for me once, but she was using a recipe that she found when she was traveling in Poland on a mission trip. That's why I thought it was a Polish dessert. Well, it was made um, by the Ottoman Empire, which I think probably reached over there at some point. I don't know. They were huge. It might have. I don't know. But anyway, yeah. Anyways. So, uh, <laughs> back to the debate at hand. We'll probably uh, agree I, or disagree. I think we pretty, it, it pretty much ran its course. We yeah. will leave it up to the viewers. So, Please. if you're watching this on YouTube, drop a comment as to who you think won uh, the French fry or the tater tots. The, yeah, the yum, tater yum, tits. Yum. Um, the tater toots, uh, the Napoleon the dynamite in his pocket. Hell yeah, it's it's iconic. The potato pills. Oh god, I can't stop burping. Especially my tots. <laughs> to my tots. <laughs> god. He puts them in his fucking pocket, dude. And then he kicks the pocket and smashes them all up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That movie is either the funniest movie ever or the stupidest movie ever, depending on who you watch it with. It is. I. I. Still... It is one hundred percent dependent on who you watch it with. I remember when that movie came out. I, I was. We were some, somewhat young, I think, right? Oh, we were early teens. Yes, yeah, so I got a. I think I got a coloring book one year, or something. But it was a lot. It was a. a it was a liger. <laughs> and <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Oh, God, man. I went. Um, I went for Halloween or 
school dance or something as Napoleon Dynamite one year. We fought some it's moon boots. It's pretty much the coolest creature ever. It's pretty much the coolest creature ever. You want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> um, but yeah, we got, whole, the, we got the moon boots. You're drinking skim milk. Is that because you think you're fat? Because <laughs> you could be drinking whole milk if you wanted to. Shut to you, fat lard. Tina, you fat lard, come get some dinner. <laughs> yeah, but we went to Goodwill, and you know, it was a good place to get like Halloween stuff. I got the moon boots. I had the fucking glasses. <laughs> I had the whole. No, I don't even know if I had pictures of that. Did you get the the red Jerry curled hair? Oh, dude, I had it all. I was, oh my I was styling as Napoleon Dynamite. I'll tell you what, Go for Pedro shirt. You know the ironic part of that is, those moon boots You're... are so fucking comfortable. They are actually so. I used to yeah. wear them unironically after that, just for winning. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But yeah, if uh, um, speaking, if you're listening, funny. if oh, you're sorry. listening um, to the podcast via streaming platform, Spotify, uh, Pandora, etc., toss us an email about who you thought uh, won or lost us, and we'll pull it. Mm, yeah. A statistic that I wouldn't mind is our viewers. I fucking hate statistics. Yeah. But, um, which just go listen like four podcasts back and every single one since, and I'll expl- explain to you why I don't like statistics. Um, because they explain both sides, but I'll make an exception for our viewers and you, you come by and you, you either drop a comment on our YouTube or toss in our Twitch when we're live next time or, or toss an email at, um, doublefeedpodcast at gmail.com no caps um, no spaces no squigglies no smiley faces exactly and you know what else you could do while you're you're tossing those emails to us or dropping comments in the YouTube channel mm. you can give us some ideas what do you want us to debate next what kind of oh, don't yeah. get me started do you want have you found a really good Darwin award that you want us to, to talk about have you stumbled across an absolutely hilarious TikTok or Facebook video that you want us to react to? Send us those videos. We would absolutely love to watch these live and attempt to not laugh. Attempt. Now, attempt. no no fucking... Uh, what's the generation under us? Gen Z. Yeah, no fucking Gen Z humor. You guys are yeah. not funny at all. <laughs> but that millennial humor, take it. We'll take it. Dark humor's hilarious. But that brings uh, us into our next point. Jones absolutely loves farting. He cannot help but laugh at any fart-related joke. As Larry the Cable Guy said, farts are funny. Farts are funny. <laughs> farts are funny. What do you want? Um, but to our, before we go into this next segment of You Laugh, You Lose, to our uh, listeners, um, yeah. just know that uh, we're on this a bunch of different streaming services. Um, please toss an email about your ideas and all of that. Um even how you're fucking doing if you laughed at our podcast or anything we'd like to know it make our day a little bit better and and know that you guys are listening i know that a, a decent amount of people are out there listening which is cool um we try to do this every week honestly because we just like to do it because mm. we've been doing this for eight years basically without publicizing in some it. way shape or form yeah. <laughs> yeah and the next couple months um know that our kickstarter for don't get me started will be out mm as soon as we finalize our list of, of categories. So once that gets closer, we'll, we'll announce on the podcast when it's on Kickstarter. And if you guys could go out and support us and, um, maybe we'll, we'll send you guys a game or, or, a an, an additional pack or something like that. Uh, once it is out, but we do appreciate all of you listening. 
on Spotify, everything but Apple Pod, Apple Music because they hate me. Um, yeah. You got anything else to say to our listeners before we go? Uh, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, we are spreading primarily by word of mouth, so tell your friends about us. Yeah. You got veterans? We're veterans. I'm a veteran. He's still active. But uh, yep. it's a veteran-owned, veteran-broadcasted, veteran-acted fucking podcast. So. <laughs> All righty. Well, yeah, again, we appreciate you tuning in. We will see y'all next time. Bye.